Thought Bubble Audio. Up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles! Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who loves a good special. It's Frank. How are you today? I do love a good special, a good comedy special. A good um, special um, lunch, lo- yeah, sure. Lunch, a good lunch special, lunch specials, yeah, yep. A good, a good beer special, drink specials. You know, I, I love all the specials of all, all kinds. How are you, buddy? I'm good, Frank. I, I am doing well. I also, uh, I do like a good special. I just like the uh, it's, it's one and done. Like, you know, unlike our friendship, which is forever. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. No, no one and done here. Mm-hmm. No. no, yeah. No. What are you um? What are you drinking this fine special day? Uh, it is a special day because I'm not drinking beer. I am drinking a White Claw hard seltzer. Solid, so good, delicious. Yep. I'm rocking yep. a blackberry, blackberry hard oh, seltzer. That's awesome. Yeah, they are delicious. Yeah, yeah. I love I, I love these. My, my wife Marissa um has a gluten intolerance, so she can't drink beer anymore. Um, so we we drink a lot of she keeps a lot of seltzer and ciders in the house and so uh yeah i just i stole one of her uh, one of her white claws for tonight because i was i was just feeling it you know it's just one of mm-hmm. those one of those summer days i know exactly what you mean i know exactly what you mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. frank i am also drinking something but it is not seltzer um they actually do have one right here so maybe i am drinking a seltzer <laughs> it's you know, along with my beer, I'm also drinking a signature select seltzer water, lemon, uh, uh, lemon flavor, lemon labor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh gosh, nice. what is happening to it's me? Been no, a long I'm. Dr- day. It has been a long day, truly. I am drinking uh, a Sam Adams. I am drinking their Wicked Easy uh, Light and oh, Hazy Lager. Yeah. Have you, have you had the Wicked Easy? Yes. I can't even remember if you've had it on the show. Um, but, uh, it is like, like it's one of their best. It is like, like, I I, like it. I always like a, like a Sam Adams, but I think this is like, this has replaced my love of porch rocker. Really? As porch rocker has become a little bit more, like it's a little bit sweeter and more lemony as the years go on. It's definitely gotten more, more sweet. Yes. Yeah. This is just really really smooth some nice citrus notes a tiny bit of hops to make get that haze in there but not tons like it's i mean it's a lager it's not an ipa so i'm not i'm not looking for tons of hoppiness um so but yeah it's just smooth yeah it is it's and very light good. it's really it light, light and it's and it's not too sweet which sometimes the that's why like the porch rocker can get 
the porch rocker can get sweet. Like it kind of like sits in the back of your throat almost. Um, and uh, I find, and not this one though. This is like move out of the way, Oktoberfest and porch rocker. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Wicked easy. Yeah. You really like it. So I do. So I'm going to tell you something that I didn't know when I had, when I first tried that beer, um, which is, do you remember Sam 76? Yes, I do. Uh, Wicked Easy is Sam 76 rebranded. That's why I like it. Yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't, yep. I didn't like, recognize, like when I taste it, I don't have such a refined palate that I'm like, oh, this tastes just like Sam 76. Like I haven't had one of those in a year. I don't remember exactly what it tasted like, but they had their new Wicked Hazy IPA. And so to keep yep. things consistent, they renamed Sam 76 into Wicked Easy. So they've got a Wicked Easy and a Wicked Hazy to keep it sort of, you know, consistent oh, naming it's got a Sam. It's got a seventy six like little, like um, like a little logo on the mm. side of the can. Mm. Um, so I assume that was just like yeah seventy six, but I didn't realize it was the same. I really liked the seventy six, and since it's the same, I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Fun Tastes facts. Better in a can than in a bottle. The eternal question. Ooh. Um. um I don't think because the bottle. Ta- I don't think the bottle was seventy six. You don't think so? I don't think anything tastes better in a can, personally. Except, except for sometimes a Diet Coke out of a can hits just right. But generally mm. speaking, I, I don't think anything tastes better in a can. I don't I don't think it tastes metallic or anything like that. I just feel like you don't get any... I don't get as much of the flavor out of a can. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't feel that way. Sometimes the can feels just right sometimes i actually feel like pouring it into a glass loses some of the flavor interesting that is my interesting yeah it depends on what it is like it's not you pour a seltzer into a glass kind of loses the kind of loses the flavor a little i'll bit. agree with you on that but definitely you know you'll lose the carbonation which in a seltzer is sort of half the half yeah, the thing it, like half the it's fun. half the drink half the it's the smell and which is the flavor and then the carbonation right now unless if you happen to get that seltzer like a hard seltzer on draft then it's mm-hmm. great in the glass. I didn't even know they did hard seltzer on draft. Yeah, I've seen like truly in, 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 on 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 tap. Um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's become it's become a little more common in the last couple of years. I think as sort of gluten allergies and things are are more widely recognized. They'll have like maybe they'll have one seltzer or one cider on tap. Um, and and I mean I guess ciders were already on tap, but but yep. I'm noticing seltzers as those become more more popular. I'll see Good. like a truly tap at some places, um, and I've tried them, and they're they're just as fizzy on tap as they are out of the out of the can. So that's that's nice in a glass because you do. I, I feel like I taste it more that way because I can you know you can smell it and you get more of the aroma and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's not what we're here to talk about, Tim. We're here to talk about uh, some very funny things that are that have been hitting netflix lately so with your permission and frankly even if you don't grant me your permission uh because this is just as much my show as it is yours i would like to hit you with my best shot so um tim yeah may, may i call you tim I mean, I've been going by moth recently, but feel free. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yes. <laughs> nice. Um, yes. Moth. Mothy. Um, yeah. Grand Moth Tarkin. Um, <laughs> can can I, have you had the pleasure of watching the new Bo Burnham comedy special on Netflix called Inside? 
I have not watched it, Frank, though uh, several several people, including yourself, not on this podcast, have told me to to watch it, though I don't nobody's really given me a reason why. And I'm not a huge Bo Burnham fan, like like nothing against the guy. I just like I couldn't pull out one bit. Sure. Like from from anywhere. It's just not maybe I haven't given him a fair chance. Um, that could be on me, but apart from really knowing his name, I don't know his shtick, so I'm not really then interested in his special. You are coming from exactly the same place that I came from, because I didn't know anything of his. I vaguely knew who he was. I think I got his name confused with other people, frankly, uh, from time to time. I couldn't have told you what he looked like. Um, I didn't know really anything about Bo Burnham before this. For a long time, I thought he was the... um, the uh puppet guy like the oh um, jeff uh what's his name with the puppets yeah 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 yeah, yeah. then so in my mind it's just the I, same I, so and this is not grounded in anything uh but i i think i got him confused with bobcat goldthwaite just because Bo and bobcat i don't know i not a good reason but i think that's just my brain sort of auto-corrected um to uh to think they were the same person but um no bo burnham Honestly, it doesn't matter really what I'm, I'm not going to. It doesn't really matter what what, what anything about him uh, th- other than to say that he is from Massachusetts. So he's a New England, New England boy. Um, is it a town that I like or one that doesn't matter? Western Massachusetts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, I, I think North Shore. Um, I think more more North Shore. Acceptable. Acceptable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, Bo Burnham. So I'm going to use my one look up. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I can't remember which, to which town it was. Uh, to be to be honest, but he um, took a few years off from comedy. He was doing, so he started as a YouTube star, and then he was doing stand up comedy. He directed a couple of films. I've I had seen none of this. I had seen none of his stuff. Um, not even his YouTube stuff, which was like super viral back in the day. But somehow I managed to to avoid it or miss it. Um, and then he took five years off from stand up comedy because he was having panic attacks on stage. Um, mm. So he took five years off and then he decided that he was going, he was ready to come back. He, he took care of his mental health. He spent a lot of time like dealing with his anxiety and the panic attacks and he was ready to come back and do stand up comedy. And just when he was ready to leave his home, a pandemic hit. Gotcha. Just when he was about to, to come back. Gotcha. Poor guy. But he felt that he was ready to do a comedy special. So he decided to film one at home in lockdown and it ended up taking him a full year to film it because he did it completely by himself and by completely by, by himself i mean he was doing the camera he was doing the audio he was doing the lighting he was doing everything um and he did it all in one room now it's not a typical comedy special in that it's not a guy standing at a microphone telling jokes to an audience or even to a camera it is a it is a series of vignettes, musical numbers, comedic musical numbers um, that are about the, the year we've just had. He was recording it throughout 2020 and I guess a little bit into 2021. So mm-hmm. it is about this period of time that we've all just been living through um, from the pandemic to Black Lives Matter to all, all of that stuff that we went through in the past in the past year. And it is and and um, mental health, 
uh, because that was mm-hmm. a big thing that he went through, right? Dealing with his his issues so that he was ready to to go back into the into the world, so to speak. Um, so it is it is very funny. It is hilarious, but it it's the kind of it's it's a lot of gallows humor and like dark jokes that deal with serious subjects. Mm-hmm. Um, he one of the the he's a he's a very good like musical songwriter and 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 musical composer, um, like brilliant at it. So he writes these, a lot of cases, like upbeat sounding melodies that have like very downer lyrics. And you get this sort of cognitive dissonance in your mind of the tune is all bright and happy, but he's talking about, you know, uh, uh, unrest in the streets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's very thought provoking and it's very like, it's very smart and it's very funny. And and he deals with some admittedly depressing subjects. Um but in such a smart way, and, and I, I think more than anything, he just he just turned thirty, so he's got sort of the young millennial um, mindset really locked down. And I'm I'm only two years older than him, so I you know mm-hmm. he and I are very much and 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 you're you're in in the same age group. Four well. years older than him, yeah, right. So if his birthday, I mean, unless his birthday happens to be sometime in the rest of this year, and then we, sure. we are only three years apart, sure, but. Suffice to say, we're in the same age group as he is. So his perspective on a lot of things. Um, yeah, we're three years apart. His birthday apart. His birthday is August 21st. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So he he has this just really fascinating um, view of the world that is very similar to, I mean, it's our generation. It is, it is mm-hmm. you and I, our generation. Um, and he, he really articulates it really well. So the music is fantastic. Like I, I listen to the songs on Spotify all the time cause they're that good. Um, wow. they're catchy, they're, they're funny, they're cutting. Um, and, and I mean like my wife Marissa and I will find ourselves daily and I do mean daily since we watched this in early July, June, July. I don't remember exactly when it's been, it must've been June. It's been, it's been a minute now. Um, we have been just obsessed with this and we will sing the songs to each other in the house literally daily for the last two or three months. Oh my gosh. That's like an intense love. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. we've watched it, I think three times. Um, and, and listen to the songs many, many times. How long is the special? What am I committing to? It's an hour and a half, maybe two hours. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, use my look up to look it up. So it's movie such, an, such an easy commitment. Yes. Um, I, while you're looking that up, he is from Hamilton, Massachusetts. Hamilton. Um, which is uh, a place that I've never been to. Okay. Um, big fan, for sure, of Hamilton. It is an hour and um, twenty-seven minutes. An hour and twenty-seven minutes. From you, so. from you, or um, or the special is an hour and twenty-seven. Oh, minutes. the special is an hour and twenty-seven <laughs> minutes in length. <laughs> yes. Uh, so just uh, under an hour and a half. Okay. And yeah, um, that's that's nothing. I also didn't realize in my while well, I was on his Wikipedia page looking up where he's from, he's the male lead in Promising Young Woman, which was an incredible film, and I didn't even know that was oh, Bo Burnham. Okay. And now I'm like, like a hundred percent more invested oh, in watching his special just because now I feel like I have some connection to who he okay. to who he is. There you go. Um so you helped in telling me that he was from Mass and then uh and then that helped me even like pare down the line. So now I'm like, okay, so he's a New Englander. I'm invested in what you have to say because tribalism. And yes, then yeah. um right and then um and now you're in a film that I is really good, and he was really good in it. Um, 
So, yeah, I I would like to know more. Here's my question. Um, would my wife like it? Because it's very hard to watch things in a house, as you're aware, yes. with a spouse if the spouse is not into the thing. Unless you want to, like, I'm going to a different room and watching the thing I want to sure. watch, which is just not my style. Um, I guess that, I guess that, so, I think she will. I think she will, based on um, other other things that you've told me that she's enjoyed. Has she, you know, I guess, are, are there other sort of comedy... Um, this is not stand-up comedy. So, like, don't think about, like, oh, what other stand-up comedy has she seen? Like, this is not this is not that. So I wasn't really thinking that. I was thinking of more, like, comedians I know she likes. Okay. Not even stand-up, just, like, big Mel Brooks fan. Okay. Um, uh, big Seinfeld fan. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Okay. Um, that's kind of in her... Sure. ...in her wheelhouse. I would look more... Honestly, I would think more about what musicals does she enjoy, because this is... I mean, this is, these are songs, you know, these are, he, we're talking about like 15 or 20 um, songs that are topical and like of the moment talking about like, got it, current um, issues and like why the internet is rotting our brains and things like that. Oh, interesting. Okay. That actually might. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can get on board. I can get on board with that. So it's a comedy. So even though he's singing about sad things. Am I going to laugh? You're going to laugh so much because it's hilarious the observations he points out. He talks okay. about things like there's one song. Um, okay, there's one song about unpaid internships. And he and he draws this parallel between it's done in the style of like an old 30s song about like working on the railroad or like working in a coal mine like those old okay like, yeah uh, like an old wor- a working song like ah, like um someone's in the kitchen with dinah yeah you know, on the railroad or like go rescue her please yeah you know? yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um tennessee ernie ford sort of like oh oh my soul to the company store oh, that sure. kind of stuff mm-hmm. but instead of being about those kind of jobs it's about well what's the like low income uh, hard scrabble job of today is being an unpaid intern. Yep. Uh, uh, the lyrics are like barely, uh, barely people somehow legal unpaid intern, and so it's this whole. <laughs> and he does it in that style, like uh, barely legal somehow, uh, barely people somehow legal unpaid intern. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so it'll be funny things like that where he's okay. It's he's talking about like how unfair it is that like you know people can be unpaid for for their work and big companies take advantage of them. But he's singing about it in this funny way with like the tune is completely. Uh, it's not like a sad like, song. It's, it's a, like upbeat. antithetical to yes. his. Yeah. And so that good. that that um, that juxtaposition is what is 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 funny. And the lyrics are frankly very funny, too. Um, so he has this very upbeat way about him. There's one uh, where he talks about during, uh, especially during the pandemic. Uh, it's about FaceTiming with his mom. And how, like, once a week he sits down to FaceTime with his mom and it's all these fun. And this was not really depressing. It's just more of, like, wow, that's so true. Like, what a, he's describing my whole, like, my experience. I FaceTime with my mom once a week. Um, mm-hmm. There's one called White Woman's Instagram where he just describes all the things that if you look at any random white woman's uh, feed. And, and mm. at, the, at the risk of sounding misogynistic, uh, there is a, an actual uh, sort of a, a, a soft caramel center to that song that is very heartfelt and beautiful. Okay, so he's like, is he kind of like making fun of like the like the like um 
recipe blogs of the world like oh i just made this for my my four kids and my husband who doesn't really like food yeah but he eats this yes, you know and, because and, you know yeah. and like the, you know here's a picture of pumpkin slice latte here's a picture of, of us uh, in our matching christmas pajamas like that that kind of thing fantastic so like, i'm all about making fun of that it's very funny and and not in like a punching down mean way um, that's fine there's yeah. one it's like per- middle class fancy on yeah, Instagram. yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah. i get you yeah. Um, he he makes a lot of jokes about Jeff Bezos. Uh, and good. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think good, it's possible good. to punch down to Jeff Bezos, so that's fine. Um, he's too rich. It's yes, fine. yes, can't punch down. That is the basic thesis of the song. Yes. Um, uh, but in a very hilariously dark way that I'm not going to spoil. Okay, I just think it's too funny. Um, some uh, there's one in particular that's one of my favorites called "Welcome to the Internet," where, like I said, he talks about how the internet is like rotting our brains. Um, and he basically tells the story um, of how uh, we as millennials are the last generation who can remember a time before the Internet. We can remember what it was like, you know, in the late 90s and the early 2000s when when the Internet wasn't always on, you know, when it was something mm-hmm. you had to turn on. Um, Correct. And and how much that's changed in the last, say, 20 years of where being always on has completely changed the way that that we live and think and work and the way that's sort of poisoned our brains uh because we're just constantly being bombarded with messages and advertisements and and all sorts of of content um he makes a lot of jokes about making content and it's funny because he started as a youtube creator right so like his thing was always like i'm making content here enjoy my content um and he pokes fun at that as a as a way of doing in fact more than pokes fun at he sort of deconstructs why that's bad like maybe having uh, the like le- letting uh, big media companies um, take advantage of our our brain chemicals to make us want to take certain actions on certain apps. Maybe that was a bad call all of the mm-hmm. time. And maybe sometimes that's not the best thing. Again, he does that in a funny, lighthearted way all throughout. But all of that is true. All like, of that is true. All those things yeah. are true. But he just presents them in a sort of a a funny in a funny way but what it's fun the jokes are funny but when you stop and think about it it's kind of depressing so sure. that's sort of the theme throughout is like most of the stuff is presented in a funny way and he's smiling through it and being goofy through it in fact it's funny you say that you thought he was the puppet guy because there is one number that he uses a sock puppet um <laughs> and yeah, not uh, really the same but not the same but, but um but it's my all mind this, like connect them in a funny like goofy upbeat type of stuff and uh, and and it's it's really funny, but like when you, you stop and think about it, it's like wow, that's depressing. How true that is um, is sort of how how you feel after every every number. I want to talk a little bit. So the, the the songwriting is great. The music is catchy as hell. The the lyrics are very cleverly crafted. Um, the performance of it all. He went through I don't know how much trouble. I mean, when when you see it, you'll understand why it took him a year to shoot it because he shot it completely alone. Um, no help whatsoever in the same room. Like everything you see is for the same four walls. And sometimes it's hard to believe that you're looking at the same room because he's done this crazy colored lighting and lighting that like moves and changes and, and, and uh, looks like a music video, like looks like a legit Mm. music video. Some of it he's cut together to look like that. And some of it he's actually doing like it's in one take. You can tell it's in one take, but the lighting behind the wall behind him or whatever is this, these crazy like projections and things um, that he went through. I don't, I can't even imagine how much rehearsing and figuring out, blocking out the shots and everything that he must have gone through. It's it's 
it's like one person made a movie in one room with advanced editing, advanced lighting, advanced audio technique, all this crazy technological, all these techniques to make it this one seamless, you know, 87 minute movie. Um, it's, it's really difficult to, to describe it and do it any justice, but like there's one number where, and it, you can tell it's shot in one take where he is looking to camera the whole time. And he keeps changing the lighting with these pedals on, on the ground um, mm. to like cue different lighting sort of sequences, you know, sort of like when you go like there's those houses that do big Christmas lights displays where it's like time to the music and all this kind of stuff. Oh yeah. 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 He's doing that kind of yeah. thing inside his house uh with like fancy like theater lighting um that he's programmed computer programmed to do these crazy things and in some cases he's using a little remote in his hand that you can sort of barely see him slip in his pocket or he's using these pedals and all these wild things that he had to um, in fact he even intersperses throughout the special um b-roll shots essentially of him fixing the lighting and futzing with the old microphones and moving the cameras around to sort of give you a little taste of here's a few seconds of it interspersed between songs or whatever but it must have taken hundreds of hours of him doing that to get this 90 minute finished product um so it's it's really like from a filmmaking perspective it's really interesting to think that one person did all of it and he must have ordered like you can see like amazon boxes around his apartment so he must have ordered lights and things on amazon and and tried them and you know to to who knows how many things he had to buy props for for things all sorts of things where it's like a cu- there's a couple times where he's like wearing what must have been a custom made t-shirt that he ordered for to wear for one two second shot just for a, a quick laugh um wow. like he went through a lot of i'm sure expense and a lot of trouble and a lot of work and effort to create this like masterpiece frankly is it do you know if it's um compiled or edited chronologically so can you like see the progression of him through the year or is it um is it kind of all slapdashed that's a great question it's not um compiled chronologically but you can tell because he grew a beard during this time so you can see as his beard like comes and goes um in different numbers you can see um how he how he progressed over time so you can sort of guess like okay this one must have been earlier than that last one because his beard's not as big or whatever gotcha um but but it's not chronological. It's it's more um, it's it's more sort of where where the songs fit. Um, I guess it's sort of roughly chronological now that I think about it. But but um, but yeah, that's 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 how you can tell is from his beard. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, honestly, you 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 sold me you sold me early, and I can't even think about what you had said. Um, no, that not beyond <laughs> beyond that. Um, I think I think tackling, um, I think even just tackling heavy topics that we've experienced in hindsight and being able to to laugh and being able to laugh at, at some things, because some things are not funny, but right. humor is a good medicine. Um, and so to be able to recognize something light or something at least good in something bad is very helpful um, for a healing process. And yeah. so I'm, I'm good for that. And I'm uh, honestly, I'm good for a good laugh sometimes. Cause that's kind of where, when I asked like, will my wife like it? Like, you know, like try not to, you know, she's, um, what's this coming out? Well, doesn't, 
doesn't matter. Anyway, she's like, you know, we're going to have a baby in like a month. So, um, you know, anything that causes any kind of stress or anxiety or anything like that. And she like gets into stuff that we watch. So like if it's a thing that like is slightly anxious inducing, like that's not good. So I'm like, where be the Ted Lasso's of the world? You know, this is not quite Ted Lasso, but it's also not quite. You know, uh, Invincible episode one, the ending of episode one. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, right. Like it's gonna, it's, it's gonna, uh, it's, it is funny. He definitely has a cynical worldview, uh, but again, that is informed by being a thirty-year-old man growing up, where like you know, our first moment online, uh, c- coming online as a generation was nine eleven, and then we had a financial crisis ten years after that, and now we have a pandemic ten years after that. So like, that informs his his worldview, and he's definitely a cynical person. Um, but he presents things with humor and like that, like other comedy, right? People make jokes about depressing things. Um, and they're the point they're making might be, I have a cynical thought about this and here's my cynical thought, but the joke itself is funny and and it can make you laugh. Even if you don't agree with their cynical worldview, if you don't even agree with the point that they're making, the joke can still be funny. I present to you George Carlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. great example. So yeah, this is this is a musical version of that, and so there's the entertainment factor of of the music itself being fantastic. There's the entertainment factor. You as a as a, a, a someone who appreciates film will appreciate just how much of a lift it was for one person to create this completely alone. Mm-hmm. Um, my understanding is he really just made it completely alone and then just handed it over to Netflix, fully formed, and said, "Here you go." Um, so he's, he's directed, he's directed at least a couple of films as well. So he has like actual, you know, typical film directing experience. Right. And because he was a content creator, he's not like, obviously he knows how to make things himself. Exactly. Exactly. So this is like taking those, those two skill sets of being a film director, being a, a solo YouTube content creator. And sort of, this is sort of the ultimate, you know, this could be 15 YouTube videos, but, but it's one special put together. Gotcha. All right. I'm interested. I'm so I might even see if we want to watch it tonight, actually, cool. you know, just because, you know, yeah. What else are we doing? It's a great like primetime watch, you know, like that's like good when you're after dinner and you need, you need to watch something. You want to watch a movie or something. It's a great, great something to put in, in that slot. That's um, good. And it's like not too loud. There are no explosions. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to keep you up at night. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's good. I'm I'm down for I'm down for those things. Yep. Yep. Nope. Yeah. N- none of that. Um, I would I would highly recommend it. If you think that that, you know, you, you, you have the momentum tonight to do it, I would say jump on it because it's you'll be glad you did. And, and you as you mentioned, there is so much sort of discourse around it in in our popular culture right now and social media um and uh you know sort of the mental health tiktok circles are just mm-hmm. booming with with bo burnham uh related content i'm sure some of it has crossed your feed and in instagram and places like that as well mm-hmm. so i would say jump on it because then you'll be able to appreciate like the moment that's happening and people are really really enjoying it and talking about it and sort of certainly in the mental health realm it's it's struck a lot of chords because he talks about things that people who struggle with their mental health can can um sympathize with and and feel seen when when they when they see this stuff so that's great yeah all good things all good things all good things yeah so bo burnham inside highly recommend fantastic and that's well, my best Frank, shot. And that was an excellent shot and uh with that tell the people where they can find us on the internet that you don't turn off anymore that's right yeah the always on internet says uh that beerruthgeeks.com is a great place to find us you can also find us on every podcast app from uh, Spotify 
to Apple Podcasts, to Stitcher, to Amazon, uh, to any anything you can think of. We're on we're on literally every podcast uh, app. And 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 if we're not if we're not on yours by some uh, happenstance, email me beerwithgeeks at gmail and I'll fix it today. Um, beerwithgeeks at gmail beerwithgeeks uh, on Twitter. You can support us at. Uh, Thought Bubble Audio is the name of our network, so you can go on over to patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio and uh, give us a buck, uh, and that will show us that, A, you give a buck about us, and two, uh, that you um, that you think that we're worth uh, worth supporting and that we can, that way we can keep making these, making these shows. So um, those are the best ways to support us. Uh, hit us up there, and, you know, just for the hell of it, a plug for Save Me the Smallville Anthology uh, at smallvilleanthology.com because... I'm really proud of the work that we've been doing there, and uh, and I, I really enjoyed the hell out of that show. So it is a it is a documentary about the making of Smallville. Here's what I have found to be the downside of the Smallville anthology, not to be the dark side of the moon for here for a second, is that I the I want it has made me want to rewatch the show so bad yeah. that I am. But my pace in watching it is so slow that I can't keep like and now I'm like, oh, no, episode three. But that's much further into like <laughs> the, the show that I am at episode seven of season one. So, you know, the yeah. good thing is, I think you might have seen season five before. So you'll you'll, you'll be fine. Def- be cool. Definitely cool. have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're halfway have. through. It's a limited series. We've done three episodes and we've got three more to go. So we're halfway through the series. And uh and I'm loving every second of it. So, oh good, I'm just a little plug. But it's um, excellent. That's it. That's that's it for us today. Watch Inside. If you haven't, I have links in the show notes to where you can watch it on uh, on Netflix. And uh, yeah, enjoy, enjoy, and let us know what you think. Yeah, uh, I will. I will watch it, and I will let you know what I think. Uh, but it's been a pleasure talking to you. So until next time, cheers. cheers. Netflix. I am recording. Oh, I introduced this show. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My bad. (laughs) I was just pulling up my beer and I just completely (laughs) was like, why are we so quiet? My bad. Funny. (laughs) Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks. We're two geeks geek out with beer.